Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 172. And today we're asking the question, should every staff member have their own IEP? That's right. Today we're talking about how can you build a professional development network inside of your class that is going to not only be for teachers, but for principals, paras, substitutes, superintendents, everywhere. Today, we're looking at how to build out that professional learning network so that way everybody takes advantage of your instructional coaching department. And with me, as always, is my good friend, Sue Vincent. Sue, how are you today? Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach. I am great. We are plugging along one week down as we head toward that push before winter Christmas break, whatever you have in your family and your district. So we're pushing right along. And speaking of which, I woke up the other day and I found snow on the floor outside. It was a uh, it was a winter Christmas or no, I should say winter Thanksgiving weekend. Oh wow! So it's already snowing up your way. Nothing down here in Kentucky yet, but it's coming. I'm sure. We've had a lot of great things, and there's also a lot of great things happening over on the Teacher Cast Tech Coaches Network. We produce this show every single Monday morning, and it is supported by hundreds of instructional coaches from all around the world. We want to say thank you for being a part of our network, being a part of our Ask the Tech Coach family. And if you head on over to askthetechcoach.com today, you can sign up for our free membership site, our TeacherCast Tech Coaches Network. We hope that you guys have a chance to do so. We've got over 350 instructional coaches all coming together each and every week to support each other, share stories, ask questions, and really create an amazing support system. Want to give a shout out to all of our coaches that are out there listening. And if you haven't checked that out, head on over again to askthetechcoach.com. Follow us on Twitter at askthetechcoach. Lots of great things happening. And, you know, because the world needs one more social media out there, we, over the last couple of days, have actually updated our LinkedIn page. Uh, if you head on over to LinkedIn and you type in TeacherCast, you can search for the TeacherCast LinkedIn page, Sue. I haven't touched my LinkedIn page in over 10 years. I guess I can officially say over 10 years. Kind of uh, time to update. Yeah, it was one of those things that we created when I when I first started TeacherCast, uh, again, 10 years ago. Never did anything with it, right? I always started using TeacherCast as a, as a platform, but never really did anything with it on LinkedIn. But uh, I, I think it's time. We're going to start to do more stuff over on, on LinkedIn there with our coaches and uh, making a home for ourselves. So check it out over on LinkedIn. You can, of course, find the links over at teachercast.net forward slash LinkedIn. And we'll make sure that all the links are over in our show notes at episode number 172. Sue, what's been going on with you? You've been creating some pretty awesome content on your YouTube channel, haven't you? Yes, lots of um, new content about Screencastify. And in fact, on this evening that we're recording this episode, I've been working on some other videos that are going to come out. They should be on my YouTube channel um, as you listen to this. So some more Google Chrome um, little tech tips and little shortcuts that you haven't heard of maybe either in a while or if at all. So go check that out. 
Hope you have a chance to check out all the great stuff that's going on here. There are so many amazing things happening on TeacherCast. And for the last few weeks, we have been on a journey together, a journey through what we call an ed tech integration plan. Essentially, that thing that your school district might have, should have, probably doesn't have, but but you'd want to put together as a response to your strategic plan. We know that every district has a strategic plan. It talks about your goals, what you're going to reach. It's a major, major document that is put together with the help of your board, your superintendent, your teachers, community, students. All of these people come together and they say, we want to be this in one year, three years, five years, whatever. And the next thing that teachers and students and superintendents and tech directors do is they strive to be whatever that thing is that they want to achieve. We here at the Ask the Tech Coach podcast have been putting together a roadmap for us to create an ed tech integration plan, a beacon of hope for how we're going to get there. And we started a few weeks ago talking about creating a district snapshot, trying to figure out where your district is, what it has been. Then we started talking about what the final integration plan could look like. We talked about creating a mission statement. And now today we're talking about individual professional development. Sue, talk to us a little bit about what we're doing today. So we hear all about and we teach teachers to differentiate their instruction when they're in the classroom. So as tech coaches, we want to follow that same path and differentiating our coaching style, our coaching presentations how we do professional development. So we're going to explore some of those areas today as we talk about who needs professional development, what each person needs, because a teacher and an office worker are not always going to need the same PD on the same topic. That's right. And when we say PD, most of the time you think of your professional development day, and that might happen two to three times a year that might happen once over the summertime and we all stop, right? Like this is the day that the kids go home or don't come to school that day, or maybe they have a half day and we set aside time for learning. This is not what we're talking about, right? right? We're talking about creating a system where everybody learns. I want you to remember a time where you ever walked into, let's say your main office and you said to your secretary, I need help Uh, getting labels. Uh, Can you help me mail merge something? Uh, Would you be able to supply? And and if you're lucky, maybe that secretary says, oh, sure, I'll throw you some labels or, hey, I'll do these things. I I would hate to say that more often than not, you might have a secretary that says, "I, I don't know how to do that. Right. And then the question is, well, what are we doing as instructional coaches? What are we doing as a school district to help professionally develop all of our staff members. And I'm talking our secretaries. I'm talking about our aides. I'm talking about our paraprofessionals. I'm talking about our our, our central office staff, our, our district office staff. Yes. And yes, Sue, I'm even talking about our superintendent. What are we doing as an instructional coaching department to help make sure all of our departments are moving forward with whatever they need so that way they can be effective in their positions? Absolutely. And, you know, as a tech coach through the years, I've made it a goal of mine to include all of those people in my emails, in my newsletters, updates, and make sure they know that they can come to me. So that's important. And if you're a new coach out there, 
don't forget those people. Yes, our focus pretty much is the teachers, but we have to bring those people along to build that rapport. We've talked about some of that in other episodes where we've talked about building relationships. So that all comes back to also helping provide them with the training that they need in order to use the technology effectively. Absolutely. And I remember in my previous district, I had a really good relationship with our superintendent. You know, once a week, maybe once a couple times a month, we would just sit down and he'd say, what's new? And he didn't ask me what's Mm -hmm. new with my kids. He's like, well, he did. But he was like, what's new with Google? Right. And that was my opportunity to put on my Google trainer badge and say, look, these new features are here. This is what we can do with this application. Look at some of these things. And then he would go and champion all this stuff and yeah you know he he kind of said it the way he created it and he kind of he always went off and did his sessions like i made google sites and and that's fine right i i knew where he got the information from right (laughs) but but the point is he needed to have me as a coach help him with his professional development i'm sure he could have gone looking through all the websites but he had me there it was a great relationship where we were able just to you know kind of one up each other and it was it was a really really nice relationship to have with all of that stuff same thing with our tech directors you know what is new in the world of it and azure and google drive and all that other great stuff but but it's also again about the parents right like don't forget about all those people that walk in and they need to know And Mm -hmm. so let's just kind of see what we can do here today, because this is really the first of a two part series. Today, we're talking about creating that individual professional development, the IEP, if you will. And next week, we're going to figure out what do we do with it? So really think of today's as part one. Next week, we're going to kind of deal with part two. And we'll do part three just before we break for the holidays in two weeks. So we're going to start this little trilogy as we go through here. But when we're looking, Sue, at creating individual professional development, where do we start, right? Like, How do we figure all of this stuff out? I'm sure there's some document that we have that says, what do these staff members need to know? Yeah, somehow, somewhere, whether it be in your head or on a form somewhere, there should be some type of needs assessment. And again, whether that is just anecdotal conversation happening um, that you're just storing in your brain, but hopefully you're noting that and documenting that somewhere for data purposes. So needs assessment is huge. And we have an entire blog post on needs assessments. We were actually going to do a full podcast episode on that, but we're going to wait until around January, the middle of January to hit that one. But, you know, we do want to recommend every staff member be given a needs assessment. What do they know? What do they need to know? How do they need to know that? If you have this data, if you have this information, then we can come up and say, all right, what is the PD that these people need? When do they need it? How do they need it? And, you know, let's just kind of take an example. Let's break a couple things down here, Sue. Um, Google Docs. Let's just take the application Google Docs. If you are a teacher, what kind of things would you be teaching a teacher for Google Docs? What would you do if you were in like a Google Docs 101 session with teachers? Well, obviously the processing, the setup, the page setup um, to relay that to the students, how to insert images, how to format, and then also the citation tools and all of those extra things to, um, you know, create the documentation. 
Right. And if I was working with teachers, I would be also focusing on how to teach the application, right? Absolutely. The instructional side. you, You teach the instructional side, precisely. So you're looking at not only what, but the how. But if I was sitting in that session as an office worker, if I was sitting in that session as a, let's say, a central office administrator, I might not need all of those things. What would you say, Sue, to me if I was putting together a 101 session for secretaries? Yeah, for a secretary, I would probably be thinking, okay, how to make columns for a report, how to add a table to create a report, how to print labels mail merge type um, tools, all those things that the secretary would do to just pretty things up, I guess I would say. I'll I'll tell you, my favorite feature of Google Docs to teach office workers is that little paintbrush tool. Yes. Do you you know the paintbrush tool? Form or the it takes away the formatting no 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 it no it, it, you you highlight the words and it brings the previous formatting to what you're currently highlighting oh yes they do love that so when you're looking at i mean and again i'm going to go into my previous district i worked a lot with our central office staff who was constantly making these 30 50 page board meeting minutes and everything had to be organized and and to the t and and fonts and you know I I appreciate all that now working on my doctorate work, but when you're dealing with having board meeting minutes, be perfect. Those little tools can be hours of savings for some of these uh, Mm -hmm. essential workers here. So uh, you go into some of the more uh, wackier, I guess, features, right? You know, how to do citations is one, Uh, how to do all the formatting is one, how to modify Right. If you take uh, a Microsoft Word as an example, their default font is not New Times Roman. If you click on header one, header two, it's not a black right, font. It's, right. a, it's a blue font. So, right. So showing people how do you create something and then do all the formatting tools is essential. Right. And editing tools, finding and replacing and all those editing oh. tools that they have to do you, for you, minutes and reports and such. You, you teach an office worker how to make 21, 22 turn into 22, 23, and they will love you for mm-hmm. it. But OK, so let's keep going down there. If you were looking at Google Docs and you were doing it for paras, what would you do? Remember, these are the people who work with students. Um, probably again, keeping records, how to assist students, um, think about the assistive technology side of things with voice, um, typing and that kind of thing. But also on the other side is how to help students with Google classroom, getting those Google docs attached to Google classroom and getting the right copy for the right student and just how to navigate it so that they can help the teacher grade assignments when needed. Exactly. How do you find that Google doc in Google drive? How do you organize? How do you, you know, all the, the classroom kind of conversations again, these are all Google doc 101 courses but they're individualized for those people and and let's do the final one how would you handle your your cabinet how would you handle your superintendent your assistants what would google docs 101 for them be oh my goodness for me i think the first thing i would cover with that group is the collaboration piece you know 
the agenda to the board meeting, for example, of, okay, what do we need to add to the agenda? And of course, you're also going to include the secretary in that because he or she is probably helping put that together. But that collaborative piece so they can all comment and add, you know, whatever conversation they have in the background before they have the actual meeting and all of that good stuff. It's funny you say that. I had a completely different answer for the superintendent version. I was going to go with re revision history. Oh, that too. That is right. <laughs> how, how do you go back a couple versions and find things and, and add them? And had, But those are all Google Doc 101 things, right? Mm -hmm. It's important that we have that. It doesn't mean that, okay, today is PD day, and then we're never going to learn between you know today and maybe March or or what have you on that. It's about using your coaching staff to make a plan. Now, I would have no problem with my building secretary saying, hey, look, twice a month, can I just borrow you for an hour? And can yes. we just go over, you know, Excel functions, Excel formula, Google Sheets, you know, how to make a table, how do you, how do, you do all those sums and ats and averages and stuff like that, right? I mean, these are things that are going to get you um, deep, into the culture of the school buildings. Uh, these yes. are things that are going to help make your office staff more productive. I'll tell you, the one um, thing that I love doing with my office staff is showing them in Chrome, how do you put all of these favorites and things into bookmark folders? Mm -hmm. And then I show them how do you do a right click and it, the folder opens and all the tabs open at the same time. And I say, look, now you can open up five different tabs and go get some coffee. They yes, love you they for love that. that. They that, love that. That's when they get up and give you a big hug and a high five. And uh, you, now you know, like, hey, look, we're buddies now. Every time I walk into your room, your building, whatever, now you're asking me for things rather than going, oh, he's just another person in the building. I don't really know what he does. Right. And that's been such a huge lifesaver for me in this role as a tech coach is developing that relationship with the office people, with the teacher assistants and, you know, showing them that, you know, I can teach them something that's going to make their life more efficient for them to do their job from day to day. But, you know, Sue, when we're talking about PD, it's not just about the Google. It's not just about the Microsoft. Professional development goes well beyond what we call like the major educational applications. What other things can we be planning professional development on for our, I'll really say non-teachers, non right? Like our essential workers. Well, I mean, kind of depending on the devices you have, if you're a Chromebook district, they need to know how to incorporate the Chromebooks, the digital learning platforms. We mentioned Google Classroom, but whatever other learning management systems that you have, whatever other digital textbook programs you're using, they need to have at least an awareness of that. Like I was mentioning a while ago, if they have special needs students, they need to know the assistive technology availabilities and just the information system, the, I mean, and even down to the basics, such as using the phone and the copy machine. And I know a lot of tech coaches don't deal a lot with that stuff, but somewhere you kind of get pulled in a, just a little bit. I mean, I'm not totally in charge of those things, but every once in a while I'll get pulled in. And then there's where I become that liaison to the IT department of, okay, how can we work together to help you learn how to do this? And these are things that doesn't have to take a lot of time. You know, e even today I was asked, can you please make up a one sheet for how to 
access staff email. That sounds so simple, right? And, and my response to my upper was, it's two clicks. You do mm-hmm. this and you do this. But you forget that there might be a new staff member. You forget that somebody might not be as tech savvy. And when you say, oh, it's on the top of the website, look, maybe it's, maybe it's about going into Canva or someplace and making a little infographic and saying, hey, this is how this works. Yes, and I've kind of had that experience just in the past few years at, at my newer school system. You know, I've become the one who makes the tutorial videos. I'm the one on all the videos. So even though I'm not necessarily the person in charge of when families have to go into the information system and update their registration information, I had to kind of learn the steps real quick and made a quick tutorial video. And, you know, that's again, develop that relationship. So they come to me to make the videos. We're, we're talking today about creating these individual IEP plans. And yes, obviously we're sitting here promoting the use of your instructional coaching department. But it doesn't always have to be, you know, one of the the unsung heroes, I believe, of our school district are our school counselors. What outside of the basic, you know, hey, here's how you use a Google Doc. Here's how you formulate things. Here's, you know, it's making sure that all staff members have their professional developments. It's making sure that, you know, perhaps you, you get your counselors together and you start the conversation and they provide their own PD for each other. And it could be how to make a Google doc, but it could be, Hey, how do you do recruiting? It could be, how do you bring in good coaches? How, how do you bring in good teachers? I mean, the other day I did a, I, I called it a professional development session, but it was with my HR department on their best uses of social media and how they mm-hmm. can use LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook to uh, recruit number one and number two, keep great teachers in the district. And it, you know, it wasn't brought in as Jeff, you're doing PD. It was brought in as show me Twitter. Yes. But that was a PD session. It was, let's get this group together and show them how these platforms work and what the potential of it is. And, you know, you, you push them off the branch and let them fly and see what happens. Absolutely. It's that's huge. And, you know, in those departments like that may not always call it PD because, you know, they don't have to count hours to get certain numbers of credits, but they still need to know how to do these things. And they will if you've developed that relationship, they will bring you in and it will turn into a learning session or whatever you want to call it. So sometimes those are the best kind. I I certainly agree with that. Next week, we're going to be talking about really the, the next steps here, right? So today we learned that it's important for all staff members to have these individual learning plans. I know my job requires me to do this. So how do I learn all that? The next thing that we're going to talk about is how do you build that roadmap, right? Now that we've identified that Sue is a this in her district and she needs to know this, how are we going to make sure that we get it there? Is she going to learn that from one-to-one training? Is she going to learn that from small group training, large group training, online training, pamphlets, infographics how are we going to make sure that we get there so that way everybody has equal footing i hope you guys have a good time with that topic and i hope you guys come back next week for episode 173 but sue i know you're doing a couple more things in your youtube channel talk to us a little bit about how you're bringing video into your buildings so that way your teachers have individualized instruction 
Yeah, so I have my Tech Tip Tuesday segment um, that I do. So I publish that every Tuesday. And we also have a social media group that I publish that on. It goes out in the email, weekly email that they get and such as that. So they have come to kind of expect that and appreciate it. So when I go work with somebody face to face, they're like, oh, yes, I love your videos. And then I also they're on my own YouTube channel. So I use them for global sharing, too. But it's been huge and just such a nice thing and it's just when a teacher comes to me that gives me an idea for a video and one thing we're working on in my district now that'll be coming up soon on my YouTube channel is password security programs where we're setting up um, the Keeper app in our district for password security and the Duo mobile app for two-factor authentication so I'm getting ready to work on some tutorial videos all about password security and that is very much like individualized right you yes. work in a building and you're creating these specific videos really for these specific teachers in this specific building even though you're using it abroad and all these other places Absolutely. you know you're providing information and training for the needs of your teachers absolutely and, and really that's all we can do how do we help out the people that are in front of us how do we help out all the different places and what can we do to make sure that we're successful both as instructional coaches and as a district? If this topic is interesting to you, please let us know. You can do that in a variety of ways. You can head on over to Twitter and find us at Ask the Tech Coach. You can, of course, also tweet me at TeacherCast. But we would really love it if you head on over to AskTheTechCoach.com and signed up for our teacher cast tech coaches network it is our free membership site join over 350 instructional coaches all coming together each and every week to discuss these topics usually we take a topic we put it out there and we see what happens and we would love to have you guys be a part of that conversation as well so where can people learn more about the great work that you're doing well, you can always find me on Twitter at SV314DWS and then look for me on my website at techimaginations.net or on my YouTube channel at Tech Imaginations. And of course, you can find all the stuff over at askthetechcoach.com. As part of the TeacherCast Educational Network, we hope you've enjoyed this show. On behalf of everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.